0: Um, do you think you have to be a specific weight to get in there?
1: I mean, you definitely shouldn't be. I feel I don't even know if we want to go down this road. I'm gonna go down the road, and we might edit it out later. Sarah knows all about getting boxed. Oh, so, like, yeah. talk about that feeling.
0: Oh, it hurts! It really.
1: really this comes hurts. from gymnastics. Not that yes. Sarah's like in some street fighting no. stuff.
0: No, no. yeah, <laughs> she gets gymnastics. Punched in the box. Mo- all the time. And like on the on the, on the balance beam, um, it hurts a lot. It's it's. It takes your breath away.
1: I'm not in a good way. <laughs> it took my breath away. I'm sorry for teeing that up and framing it in such a strange way off the... Sarah knows about we'll getting boxed! Welcome to the RomCom Rewind Podcast.
0: Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love re-watching movies over and over again. And
1: if you made it here, you probably love romantic comedies. That's great news. We do as well.
0: So this is a show where we re-watch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up?
1: So it's our first movie of the new year. It's January. Many people are New Year's resoluting. I don't know if that's a real word. Uh, to hit the gyms pretty hard. So we did I, I Feel, Feel pretty. pretty. It's directed by Abby Cohen and Max Silverstein. Those two have uh, some rom-com writing pedigree. They wrote, he's just not that into you. Valentine's Day, and never been kissed. This was the first time they wrote and directed a movie together. So this is the story of uh, Renee Bennett, played by Amy Schumer. Renee manages the website for this uh, cosmetics company called Lily LeClaire. And Renee is struggling with uh, her self-esteem, her self-image, very little self-confidence in herself. Are you
2: shopping for a gift? Kind of browsing for me. So sizing is a little limited here in the store, but you could probably find your size online. I have a crazy idea. Let's be honest for a minute. No matter how many times we hear, it's what's on the inside that matters. Women know deep down, it's what's on the outside that the whole world judges. And her appearance, okay. and she wants so badly
1: to be like these models who work with Lily LeClaire. She ends up wishing on a fountain, bonking her head at a soul cycle class, which we'll get into.
2: Are you okay? okay? You hit your head pretty hard. That's me. That's me. Oh my God, you see this? Yes. I'm
1: beautiful. And then bam, it's like nothing physically has changed, but in Renee's mind, she believes that she is transformed via the power of a magical fountain, I guess. And she is now drop dead gorgeous. And just for context, you, the audience, you don't see the change, neither do any of the characters, but Renee genuinely believes like a, a body swap thing has happened. So this super confident Renee ends up with all this newfound self-esteem. She applies to be the receptionist now at Lily LeClaire. She kills it, ends up becoming a vital part of the operation with some of her wisdom. Because there's a little bit of a power struggle inside the company of what the vision is. Between Avery LeClaire, played by Michelle Williams, uh, the Lily LeClaire's, played by Laura Hutton, and Grant LeClaire, played by Sarah's almost boyfriend, Tom oh Hopper. My God. <laughs> and while working there, Renee is like, yo, girls don't look like models. They look at makeup and cosmetics differently, and it can be really intimidating. She kind of helps steer the company in a little bit more of an inclusive way. And along the way, she meets a guy named Ethan, played by Rory Scoville. Scoville? We end up uh, having a really comical love story woven into this tale about a woman who basically changes her life based on how she perceives herself and her self-worth. So that's the tip of the story. How do you feel about this one? (coughs) You've been waiting all that time to cough.
0: (laughs) (coughs) This movie is really fun. Um, So it's an updated version of a body swapping comedy, but without the actual body swapping taking place. So I only noticed this when I was jotting some notes down on this movie. Um, We're doing something similar next week for our movie. Uh, for the whole swapping bodies type thing with 13 going on 30.
1: Yeah, that's a genuine body swap, but actually it's the same person just traveling through time. Right. Different body swaps.
0: Time travel
1: swapping? Who knew there were multiple genres of body swap? Who knew? Hmm. So I like this movie a lot. Mm -hmm. Amy Schumer is fantastic. She is. Particularly the dialogue. Um, Like I find every single conversation in this movie has a quip. Or it has a joke, or it has some kind of Amy Schumer style thing snuck in somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I guess, like, I will say if you're not a fan of Amy Schumer, this is like an all Amy movie. It is. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) if you enjoyed Trainwreck, different character, different vibe, similar dialogue style, though. She has a specific way of adding comedy to a scene, which I really enjoy, but I, I know it's not for everyone. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like this is, (laughs) as you said, it's a body swap, but it's a strange body swap.
0: I mean, they're obviously uh, like, you know, for 13 going on 30, they're obviously not the same. Jenna Rink wakes up a 13 year old in a 30 year old's body in 13 going on 30. She doesn't hit her head. In this one, there's a magical special fountain slash uh, workout soul cycle bike that she gets her hair wrapped up into on the wheel. Ooh, that yeah. looked like it hurt.
1: What's the magical point? Because it could be the fountain, it could be the soul cycle instructor screaming at her, or it could be the bike she bonked her head on.
0: Exactly. You don't actually end up knowing.
1: See, in 13 going on 30, there's magic dust. Yes. It's very cut and dry. This is magical dust. It's going to transport you through time
0: is it the very but amped what I up do instructor know is that the miracle
2: is already here
0: you just have to open your
2: heart and receive it i want you to look in the mirror and visualize the change you came in here for is it spiritual is it physical is it emotional today i want you to look in the mirror you're not going to see what you normally see
0: today you're going to see what you've always wanted to be. you're gonna How see you the you person you? you always wanted to see yeah today. Is, it, is it the bike that you know she literally fell off of and
1: well because when she goes back she tries to get the same bike when she's trying to make it happen again
0: well she, she goes- asks for
1: bike bike 14 i think
0: yeah so she goes three times in total yeah um yeah. one the first time she boxes herself oh my god that hurts <laughs> the second time she is is the magical magical bike ride Let's call it it. Is that what we're calling the it? The magical bike, bike ride. ride. And then, um, and then the third time she tries to recreate it. Oh, I guess she goes four because she ends up going at the very end. Um, she wakes up in this in this movie the most confident woman in the world. She sees herself as this toned, beautiful self, but everyone still sees her, um, as the same way she was before, which, was also beautiful. Um, she's striving to be up to society standards, and honestly, it's exhausting.
1: Yeah, I think. This is a perfect movie to start the new year off with because a massive theme is, you know, self-confidence and how beauty comes, like, her appearance didn't change. Yeah. But people people did start treating her a little bit differently. Absolutely. And I think that's because we all know beauty comes from within. Within. Yeah.
0: Don't they say new year, new me?
1: New year, new me. Cheesy (laughs) Devin is here. Welcome to 2021. (laughs) It's a real movie. Like, when I'm seeing renee through those first 20 minutes and how self-conscious she is like you know that scene where she's looking in the mirror and she's wearing like i'm
0: i'm a guy i don't even know what she's wearing yeah spanks okay it's, it's funny that you say that because that was the moment that when you were starting to talk about that that's what i thought of like that is real like Like, when I put on a dress that I know I need to wear all night, that I I know I'm going to be eating at, and I know I want to look still good, I'll wear Spanx. And they're so uncomfortable. (laughs)
1: But just like how she's staring at herself for an uncomfortably long amount of time. And I think they did that on purpose. Like, it really framed on her face for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And it hammered that home. It hammered that feeling home. Big time.
0: Big time. I did find it interesting how no one thought she should go see a doctor to see if she was all right or had a concussion. Oh, after.
1: are you talking about the Soul Cycle? Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> so like after yeah, she gets like she falls off the bike, hits her head, um, wakes up, and like no one thought that. Hey, maybe you should go to a doctor. And the other time too, like the time when she hits her head in the sh- in the bathroom further on in the movie, and she's blood dripping from her her head. And Mason's like, "Oh, you don't look so good." And she's like, "I'm fine." And it's like, "You have blood. Oh yeah, that does hurt. Go to a hospital." I
1: think this movie really overestimates the amount of injuries you can sustain at Soul Cycle. Oh, like, I
0: will get into it.
1: You are on a stationary bicycle. How are you two for two for getting hurt so far? So
0: true. So true can we talk about soul cycle for a minute do you think that this paints their brand in the brightest light <laughs> like she walks right in off the top and is basically made to feel super uncomfortable oh my
1: god right asking
0: for a size 10 double wide shoe surprisingly she is the biggest person in the room which is ridiculous um i've personally never been to a soul cycle class but okay you know on TikTok when they have the what's something that's not a cult but seems like a cult. Oh, I love
1: those. Yeah, yeah, they're
0: hilarious. (laughs) There is a TikTok video of that with someone saying that SoulCycle is in fact a cult but not actually a cult.
1: Oh, do you remember the case they laid out?
0: They're all like really fit, gung-ho about it. Like they're really into it. Like they basically go every single day and they count how many rides they've had. Like I don't actually know. Right, they
1: have all the apps on their phone. They probably post about it on Facebook all the time. You're again. like shut up, Becky. Yeah, like because Becky's go to. I've
0: never been, so I don't actually know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have a Soul Cycle right. here where we live. Um, but that is a TikTok video, and it is real life, and it is really funny.
1: Yeah, well, I was gonna say, you know what? That opening sequence of her showing up at the Soul Cycle class, I think, is the most relatable because she's so uncomfortable to be there. So uncomfortable. She asks for uh, first. She says size seven shoes, oh, yes. and then she's like size nine, size nine and a half. <laughs> for wide feet (laughs) and eventually the woman is just yelling to her coworker like, do you have some super wide shoes for this lady? Maybe that fireman who used to work for us?
2: A nine and a half. Nine. Okay, yeah. Double wide? Double what? Double wide.
0: Like the trailer? Um, Hmm. just. Do we have a double wide shoe? It's just like a regular shoe, but it's wider and then it's wider for that. I guess for just wider feet, you know what, I can have a male instructor who used to be like a fireman, maybe he yes. matches your big foot. And the other
1: thing too, and you kind of touched on this, is I don't care who you are, the first time you go to a gym, it's oh, awkward. It is
0: so awkward. And uncomfortable. Oh my
1: god. And they really hit how strange those moments can be in a really comical way with her navigating through these bikes, and I think like some chick's hair gets stuck in yeah. her face and mouth and... And, like, I think we've all had that moment walking into a new gym or going back to a gym after being gone for a while. Yeah, there's just a tiny bit of anxiety.
0: Absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head. Like... It is so awkward going to big and, and big gyms like it's the ones with all the mirrors on the wall and everybody's staring at you and you you maybe they're not judging you but you feel like they're judging right
1: you. and they might be the most welcoming I mean totally. obviously this was not a welcoming
0: no. environment <laughs> no welcoming committee here
1: but even gyms where I'm like wow everybody's so nice I still think back to my first day and I'm yeah. like wow I was so scared to be here and everybody is so positive I think this is a great moment to tell the Sarah story of you getting your most recent gym membership. Oh, no. This is a great story. So Sarah (laughs) can never tell a lie. I can't. (laughs) And so through my work, we end up getting a few free memberships (laughs) to a specific gym. And I asked my boss recently, I'm like, hey, man, how many of these do we have left over? And he's like... We got like seven that aren't being used. And I said, hypothetically <laughs> speaking, if, it, if an employee's significant other wanted to get in on one of those passes, what are you saying? He's like, absolutely. <laughs> Tell her to go there, say our business name, say it's on an account, and they'll get her hooked up. So I told Sarah, "This is what you need to do," and she nearly had a mental breakdown on the drive there, being like, "What do I say?" I'm like, "Just, just say you work for this company and you're and getting then, a membership." And then I would,
0: and then I would repeat it, and you're like, "No, but then that's you'd not say right. something
1: wrong." It's like that's not what we're called. <laughs> no support here. up different None. names for where I. There work. was no support to be had. <laughs> but like, you were so terrified to go in there and just say, "Hey." My name's Sarah. I'm giving a membership on blank accounts.
0: Yes, I was terrified because you thought for know. some
1: reason you were lying to somebody, but you're not. We well, already paid for those memberships. You
0: did preface by saying if you have, if they say no, or if you have any trouble, call me. And I was like, oh my god, will I have trouble? Well, no. <laughs> oh That's what I thought. Okay.
1: I It wasn't um, that I was worried about them. It's that I was worried about how you would perform <laughs> under pressure. I'm like, yeah, she's going to crack. They're going to ask her one question, and she's going to freak out and run out of there. It was a
0: stressful situation, okay?
1: It got to the point where we called the owner of the gym yes. ahead of time. I was like, hey, a very frightened little Sarah is going to be <laughs> entering your your establishment very soon. And I soon. went,
0: and they knew I was coming, and they had it all ready to go for me, and I just left. It was wonderful. Wonderful. But but how
1: anxious were you? I mean, the the...
0: I was like, I was like, oh my god, okay. I actually, on the way there, I was—you in... had a good
1: cry in your car. No, yeah, sure.
0: I was saying like out loud what I needed to say. To oh them. my god, you were
1: practicing it. <laughs> Jesus, we cannot get caught with drugs together because you're gonna rat me out oh so bad.
0: <laughs> we don't, and we don't have any drugs. No, so <laughs> <worry>. like
1: <laughs> not that Sarah knows because oh I don't tell her god. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what you do not know cannot i guess be held up in court i guess don't don't tell me (laughs) don't tell me
0: okay so but more on the soul cycle track okay uh it does do a good job at showing that going to soul cycle in fact will make you a hottie patati. on the other hand it seems dangerous with her two falls uh, do they have the proper shoe sizes? Like everyone's shoes, like like a ten double wide. You know they should ha- make sure that they do don't exist. Have... No, I've no okay. idea. <laughs> I don't think because so. she
1: said it. I'm like definitely doesn't exist. Well,
0: she's like ten wide. I was like, oh, okay, and she goes double wide, and I was like, uh, is that a thing?
1: I think that lady says, is that a pickup truck or something? <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> and that was my thought too. I'm like, yeah, I think that's what they put on the back of trucks that have too much stuff in them.
2: Double what?
0: Double wide. Like the trailer? Um, yes, yeah, they do. And there's the big sign. Double Y? Yeah. I don't know. Are the bikes in decent shape? She boxes herself on the way down when she falls off the bike the first time, gets her hair caught in another. Um, do you think you have to be a specific weight to get in there?
1: I mean, you definitely shouldn't be. I feel, I don't even know if we want to go down this road. I'm going to go down the road and we might edit it out later. Sarah knows all about getting boxed. Oh, so like, yeah. talk about that feeling.
0: Oh, it hurts. It really
1: this comes from gymnastics, not that yes. Sarah's, like, in some street fighting no, stuff.
0: No. no. <laughs> yeah, gymnastics. in the box Mo- all the time. And, like, on the, on the, on the balance beam, um, it hurts a lot. It's it's It takes your breath away.
1: I'm not in a good way. <laughs> it took my breath away. I'm sorry for teeing that up and framing it in such a strange way. Off that Sarah knows about getting boxed. I
0: was like, were you talking about this summer when I boxed myself with the bike? Like... Oh my god, yeah. Yes. We were riding down a really steep hill and um I had to go over like a curb and um it didn't work. We
1: well. were we were with somebody who didn't know what boxing oh, yeah. oneself meant. <laughs> so we're like, Oh Sarah boxed herself, <laughs> she just needs a minute and he was like, Well, what does she need a minute for? And we're like <laughs> she, boxed she boxed. herself, man. <laughs>
0: like give her a minute. <laughs> and then we explained <laughs> and he goes, Oh, I didn't know what that was. He had no idea. I thought that was common knowledge. But we all know that if you box well if you box yourself at Soul Cycle, but also if you hurt yourself, ultimately you get a free bandana in the hopes that they won't sue them. But she is someone who wants to fit in with the rest of what's happening in the world, wants to be on trend. Can you blame her? With everything coming down from society, like it's just, it's hard. It's hard to be.
1: Life's tough. Yeah. Life's tough for a female living in this world.
0: Yeah. Like at one point she's doing the YouTube tutorials for her hair. I have done those. They do not turn out like the way they do in the video. Oh no, I can appreciate her (laughs) trying to do that.
1: (laughs) I do find it kind of funny that she's like regurgitating all of these self-confidence issues onto random people. Like like think about so there's the model that she meets at Soul Cycle. She sees that same person later on at the pharmacy. Oh my god. And she's like, Wow, do you ever like go to Italy? And some guys are like, Hey, come on the yacht with me and you just go to Capri spend like three nights in Capri on a yacht and the girl's like yeah, that actually happens. <laughs> She's like, "Wow, you're so pretty." It's like you guys literally met at SoulCycle just one time. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you about all these insecurities that I have. With that said, I really like that relationship because they like sneak it in. It's
0: the one she needs. Yes. You know,
1: and it it is kind of eye opening that you know this beautiful model can also have the same insecurities.
0: Do you think um, an app like GrouperDate Date really exists? Would it be something that you would try if you were single
1: um, with a group of friends? That's going to be no. Well, I mean, there's like an app for everything.
0: I know. There's an that's app for
1: guys thinking. who like turtles. and What? I mean, probably. I've read about a few weird apps lately. Oh, oh there's a, there's an app for uh, balding people, like guys who are balding and also women who like guys that are balding.
0: <laughs> so does What's Grouper Date exist? Balder? I'm sure. Is it yeah. called Balder Date? Ba- oh it Is should it a be Balder Dash
1: Boulder Date. Yo, that's funny. I don't think it's called that. Okay,
0: well, should we coin it before they take it? Balder date?
1: Balder date. Yeah, we should come out with a competing app for the niche group of people <laughs> who are balding and want to find somebody to date. But
0: but yeah, I mean like I feel like there are so many that like, yeah. But what if what if the two other people that you're with click with two and then you get the dud? Well then
1: So for the guys. You call under your breath, you go, dibs.
0: Oh, we just, is you, that, you dib somebody, is right? What it is, Probably the
1: when the girls are walking in, you fire out a little dibs there, and may, <laughs> then maybe you trade dibs. <laughs> oh there's a stock God. market on... There's I, trade value to dibs, right? I do
0: feel like grouper Date could get real weird.
1: Oh, yeah, it definitely could.
0: You know, like real fast. Is that...
1: You know what? Are we stepping on some orgy conversations here? Well, because... Like, group sex? Is that what you're
0: getting at? Yeah. Like, it could get real weird real real fast. Like, you know. I just wanted
1: to make sure we were thinking the same thing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I was thinking about a grouper date. Okay. Cool. You're going on a group date with friends. But what if... And then I was like, oh, weird.
1: Yeah. I can't believe you missed this. Okay. So, grouper date. Um, Who are Amy Schumer's two friends? There's that chick from SNL and who? Busy Phillips. Busy Phillips. Can we officially ordain busy phillips as the phantom of romantic comedies
0: <laughs> well her husband wrote it
1: max silverstein yeah, yeah oh, i yeah. didn't know that so yes. uh i feel like busy phillips shows up in so many movies she does but here's the thing but i she's never great i never have any recollection of her being in the movie until you re-watch it and realize oh that's busy phillips you know what i mean yeah. like we've done now three movies that feature busy phillips so far that's right and before we watched them I didn't realize that Busy Phillips was in them until I saw her face. It's like an enigma. As soon as you see her, you're like, "Wow, she's there," and as soon as she's off-screen, she just disappears from your mind like she never existed there.
0: I really like Busy Phillips. I think she should be in her in more shit.
1: We need a Busy Phillips starring romantic comedy.
0: Yes, I actually think that that would be really good.
1: Maybe one exists but we just forgot about it. It's the There's Phantom the possibility of the romantic of that. comedies Busy Phillips, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Something from Shallow Hal that doesn't happen in this movie is that we don't see what Renee sees in the mirror.
1: Yeah, nobody does.
0: We never get to see what she sees versus what everyone else is seeing, which is her like her regular self. They never do say if her new body is a thin one or like a a very fit one. I mean, she does talk about her rock hard abs and her toned arms, but um, they just confirm that she does in fact feel pretty. I think they the rest like they leave the rest up to you to figure out what that would be. Um, obviously though from her earlier comments, uh you would assume that she's tone tan fit and ready.
1: You know what, that's a great point because in Shallow Howe you do see the um mm-hmm. um
0: The reflections, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, you see like mirrors and stuff. But I kinda like that it left yeah. it up to our own imaginations of what she sees. I think that girl from Soul Cycle who she keeps on having these moments with mm-hmm. I think it's similar to her. How she perceived herself once she did the body swap. I was almost going to go down the road of what if that character doesn't actually exist and she is a figment of Renee's imagination and when she body swaps, she becomes that girl.
0: That's a... Wow. Deep. What Mm. if that
1: girl is the figment of her imagination? Maybe.
0: Maybe. She does have an overwhelming amount of confidence though, thinking that men are holding the door for her, whistling as she walks by. It's actually really funny.
1: Well, when she does that meet cute with Ethan, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, mm-hmm. but she thinks, like, they're they're yeah. waiting in line at a laundromat. Yeah. And he's like, what number are you? And she's like, is this how you ask for a number? And he's like, literally, I just...
2: <laughs> so this is how it happens. Just like that.
1: Wow. Just, like, what, what happens, like, what?
2: That is very clever.
1: I don't know why that's clever. What is clever? I was just asking number, what the number was.
2: And then I go... 18, and then you're like, no, your phone number. So she
0: gets the job at the Fifth Avenue office after having the most confident interview of life. I wish I could channel her when I'm having interviews. Um, that she may get scooped up by another modeling agency right. while she's being the front desk. <laughs> However, Avery sees her as having someone more regular in the office instead of only not only having like models around, um, which could help her new diffusion line. So in a way, it's also helping Avery by hiring her. Speaking of Avery, though, uh, Michelle Williams. She's not in enough, I think, these days. Um, she, was pre- she was quite good in this rom-com.
1: She kind of disappeared for a little while ago. What she was did. the show she was on? She was on Dawson's
0: on a- Creek. Oh, she that was on Dawson's Creek. That is a fun fact, fact of yes. mine.
1: I was going to say, like, uh, Beverly Hills 90210, but I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, Dawson's Creek.
0: Yeah. Um, again, you may think, like, she would be the villain in the movie, but she actually ends up, like, she's the one that hires Renee and actually makes her succeed um, of course, with the fact that she herself would succeed in like by doing that, but nonetheless, she does set up Renee to like she sets her up for gold. Like, okay, so I
1: haven't seen Michelle Williams in like anything in the last ten years. I want to say that's not her no, real voice. Okay, good. I'm just
0: voice. making. sure. Oh my god, she put it on for the movie. <laughs> Thank God, because I saw
1: her. I'm like, whoa, is that what she sounds yeah, like no, now? No. Oh no. <laughs> what happened, Michelle? So we teed up Ethan. Renee, they meet at this laundromat. She ends up calling him up, and they have a first date. They're at a carnival, and they do a wet T-shirt contest. Oh my god! I think it's a bikini contest. A, a wet T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. A wet. Uh, I was there gonna say no a wet t- bikini contest.
0: There are, contest. <laughs> there oh, are no, no T-shirts. <laughs> Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Combining lots of contests, there is also <laughs> hot dog eating and chili peppers.
0: And pie eating.
1: Um, I actually really like this this move. Like, give me the full Renee. Let's get right into this because think it, it's risky. Let's enter a wet bikini chili eating <laughs> hot dog eating contest on a first date. This is really hard to read, but um,
2: keep it going for Renee Bennett. Renee Bennett.
1: You here for the bar back job, or you're in the contest? Okay, got it, you got it. There are a few different power moves mm-hmm. from confident Renee in this movie. Yeah, I'm going to touch on two of them. This is part one. You also get a great quip from the bar owner chatting with Ethan. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, I, I'm. It's my honorable mention.
1: Oh, okay. We'll yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah. Oh man, I've got so much to say about that. Okay, okay we'll get cool. into it in a bit.
0: Yeah, like their first date is so funny. I was dying. I That scene, the confidence that it takes to get up on stage any day, but to do a bikini contest, it and, was really good.
1: And I, I thought it was so adorable how Ethan, he's almost trying to shelter oh, her I from know. getting her feelings hurt because yeah. he knows like... She's not as good looking at all as as all these people up here, but she wins the crowd over She
0: does, and she
1: wins him over in turn. Doesn't she? And
0: I think like, he's like, are you okay that you didn't lose? Like, you know, it's okay. And she's like, I am more than okay. I got two appetizers and two drinks and
1: (laughs) we got some free cocktails, (laughs) baby. (laughs)
0: Like that is a true winner in my eyes. That is
1: a true winner. (laughs) And we got some food out of this. Let's go.
0: The way to a man's heart is through food.
1: If you would be willing to go into a bikini contest
0: to win food, just
1: so we could get free food and drinks, that's that's wife material right there for sure. <laughs> you wife that woman up.
0: <laughs> you hold on to her. So, in one of our earlier episodes, four Christmases uh, over the holidays, I talked about how I wanted a bouncy castle at our next party we have post pandemic. Um, I want an outdoor movie blow up screen now, please. Oh yes, on That's that date. That's what I want. Yeah. How cute! Oh, we could it was do it adorable. in our backyard. Oh my gosh, with popcorn.
1: <laughs> so that scene ends with them going back to one of their houses. Her house. Her house. Her, house. her
0: apartment. Yeah.
1: Where Renee pulls oh power God. move number two. You know what I'm about to say?
0: It is so true, and I. <laughs> this scene is so funny.
1: Dude, I love this. <laughs> We're talking about before sex. <laughs> for her to pop out completely naked and, and say hey here's a sneak peek I'm naked.
0: It's not a, it's not quite a sneak yeah. peek.
1: <laughs> and he makes a joke like it's not a sneak peek if you're naked. You're just showing me everything. <laughs> and she's like oopsie and goes back into the room. The confidence you need to have like oh, this yeah. man has never seen your body before. As a guy, if you've never seen my body before, I'm like I'm lacking the self-confidence to just be there naked, but It does remind me of the, is it called the naked guy move?
0: Oh my God, yes. In How How I I Met Met Your Mother. mother. Yeah. The
1: the theory is if you're on a date with a girl and you go back to her place or your place, when she goes to the washroom or something, just take off your clothes Mm -hmm. right then and there and stand naked in her apartment so that when she comes back, she sees you naked and apparently there's a one in three (laughs) chance that she just looks (laughs) you up and down and says, okay, "Okay, fine, let's do this. (laughs) We don't talk about the... The other two-thirds of the time?
0: <laughs> I forgot about that, actually. But there's a
1: 33% sec- success rate there. Yeah. Do you think that's accurate? Um. Like, of all the blind dates you've gone on with guys that have ended up back at your apartment for whatever reason...
0: I think it would probably be a one out of three. Yeah, if yeah. a third of
1: them were just naked, randomly, you'd say, yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, probably. Like, a one out of three. Like, no more than that, I don't think.
1: No more? Okay. Hey! No. Scientifically mm-hmm. proven, ladies yeah.
0: and gentlemen. Try like, it
1: out yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i said we can't be held liable for what happens the other two-thirds of the time
0: (laughs) that's so funny that's very accurate though uh so they're in boston and uh for a pitch that they're making for the company and renee is in the hotel room with grant who's played by tom hopper and i think i would have spat out my drink if i had been drinking one at this point when she's talking to him and she tells him that she is wet with diarrhea yeah like what i was laughing so hard because okay i did not see that coming at all like when she's like (laughs) i can't even say it again she's she's like i'm wet with diarrhea i was like first off i was like what when she said she was wet and then two when she said it with diarrhea i was like oh my god what oh gross (laughs) like
1: that was a great so so the tea up there is that tom hopper's character grand is he's pulling some moves on her they're in bed he tries to kiss her and obviously he's an attractive guy so presumably the first part of what she says is accurate probably true yeah and then she realizes oh my god i've got ethan at home i can't do this so she covers it by saying she's
0: diarrhea yeah
1: it's so bad. that's a that's a that's no, a tar- there, that's, there's no redeeming that. That, there, that is yeah. not a power move. That is the <laughs> yeah, opposite no, of a the- <laughs> power move. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish though we could have dived into more of the of two characters, Grant. And um the grandmother Lily. Oh, I loved Lily. Yeah, like I wanted to know more about them. The only thing that I really got from Lily was that she started the company. Yeah. And that she really likes Hidden Valley ranch sauce.
1: Yeah. She wants like um oh and she's she's like a, a ketchup pack oh, collector, yes, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I, I wanted to know strange more. hobbies. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Um, What exactly does Grant do? Like, is, does he just, like, fly around or drive around picking up hot girls? Like, yeah. what did he do? What was the purpose of his his character? Like, I, I wish they had kind of developed a little bit more.
1: The, the Grant thing, it was almost, like, redundant to have that in there. Like, okay, like, Grant's going to hit on her and they're going to almost kiss and then she's going to be funny and go away. But it's like... Then, like, nothing really happened. There was no continuation yeah. of that storyline. So it's like, okay, I get that it was funny, but, like, why, why is this here?
0: Yeah, like, I almost wish it would have played out kind of like it in Isn't It Romantic, the movie, where when Liam Hemsworth... Um, in the movie is kind of, like, fighting for her attention. Like, I think that's kind of what they were trying to do because you'll see at the dinner um, with the grandmother and Avery, with Renee and Ethan and Grant. Like, they're all at the table. Yes. They're there's kind a little of, bit of a power struggle. a little bit of a power struggle yeah. between the two guys, but then that it kind of ends there. There's really no, like, blatant uh, force coming from Grant to get Renee. It's just kind of like he kind of likes her.
1: Right, but he w- doesn't want to try too hard no. about it. Yeah. No. So
0: I, I wish there was a little bit more there. Like, I think he was a good character. And I just, you know, having more development would have probably been cool. Yeah. There's also a part where she realizes that after everything, pushing away everyone, she breaks up with Ethan because she's not beautiful anymore. She tries to apologize to her friends, but her friends don't want to hear it. That the epiphany happens where she realizes that everyone has insecurities, even gorgeous women. Um, and it becomes this radical shift in Renee that this actually happens to everyone, Everyone has their own struggles. Um, I mean, I think we know that it happens literally to you, myself, everyone. Um, and once she finds out that this girl is heading to Lily LeClaire, her new friend from Soul Cycle, to be the face of the new diffusion line, which, if it's taught us anything, she could possibly be the face of the diffusion line because, because she, anybody can. Yes, because anyone can. Um she feels that she has the courage to go to the launch party and save the day and say that everyone is part of the line, which was really nice. It was a nice part of the movie. I liked how it ended with the big speech, which I think you're going to talk about more.
1: Yes. Best um, scene.
0: Yeah. And her realizing her that she was always herself and gaining the confidence that she needed.
1: Quick facts.
0: Quick facts. I don't have a ton for this movie. Um, Michelle Williams and Busy Phillips are best friends in real life. They both met on the set of Dawson's Creek.
1: Busy Phillips was in. Du- yeah. Rest my case. <laughs> Phantom of romantic comedies and '90s sitcoms.
0: <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> um, Tom Hopper uh, is best known for his role in Umbrella Academy and Game of Thrones. In Game of Thrones, he played Samwell Tarly's younger brother, Dickon.
1: Dickon! There's Dickon. something else Tom Hopper is known for, but we'll get to that in a little bit.
0: Okay. I was going to say he's also he was also in the show Merlin, but that I, was a while ago.
1: Yeah. No idea.
0: Michelle Williams takes the train to avoid road rage. <laughs> wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Like Michelle Williams, the person?
0: Yes. The, the, Yo, the that's so funny. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. I love that.
0: <laughs> um... You'll like this one. Tom Hopper's arms have an Instagram page. Dude, really? Yes, it's called Tom Hopper Arms. I'm going to follow that right now.
1: (laughs) You you keep on going with your quick facts.
0: Um, The movie titles in various Latin American countries translates to sexy by accident.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. That's great.
0: The original movie's date was changed and moved up one week from its original date uh, because they didn't want to compete with Avengers Infinity War.
1: Whoa, is that when this came out? Yeah. Okay, I can confirm. Tom Hopper's arms (laughs) has over 2,000 followers, (laughs) and it's just pictures of him where his arms happen to be (laughs) visible. It's true. Wow, he does have great arms. I get it.
0: He really does have great arms. Um, the movie has two cast members from Saturday Night Live. adie Bryant, who has been uh who's been on SNL since twenty twelve, and Sashir Zamada, who was on SNL from twenty fourteen to twenty seventeen. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Got some good comedic writers in there. Amy Schumer had her dog with her on set. Oh nice. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Those are uh, the quick facts for this week. Best scene. Okay, so my best scene is the dry cleaner scene. Uh so they're meet cute when they meet. Um, they're both standing in line, and she tells him that he has to take a number uh, in order to get served, and it's it's like a weird game of bingo, but no one wins. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That was that was really the the line that got me. I was like, oh, that's really clever. You,
2: you probably haven't been here before, but you have to wait in line and take a number. Oh, yeah, right.
0: I can I can grab it oh, for thank you. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I just here. Thank you. And this guy just calls out like a number completely out of sequence. Okay, it's like a weird game of bingo. But no one
0: wins. Um, she thinks he's going to ask for her number when in reality he just wants to know like what number in line she is. And she, he's very confused. But she takes it that he's like, she's like, oh, my God, this actually happens. This is how it happens. Oh, my God. Yes. OK, we'll exchange phones and blah, blah, blah. And I'm really busy, but I'll try to pencil you in. And then the dry cleaner owner comes up and says that he couldn't get the red sangria puke stain out of her white dress.
1: <laughs> that was my favorite. And
0: then it had chunks. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God. It was really, really funny and super cute. My best scene is the,
1: the end scene, actually. The final realization from Renee that old her and new her look exactly the same. They, they are the same person. And all of this self-confidence she had was all inside her head.
2: When we're little girls, we have all the confidence in the world. We we let our bellies hang out, and and we just dance and play and pick our wedgies. (laughs) And then these things happen that just, they make us question ourselves. Somebody says something mean to you on the playground, and then we grow up. And you doubt yourself over and over again until you lose all that confidence, all that self-esteem, all that faith you started with is gone.
1: Maybe I'm alone here. This movie, for me, got lost in the weeds uh, a little bit, maybe like an hour and 20 minutes in. Like, I think he could have cut like 10 minutes somewhere in that third quarter of this movie. It just, it kind of wore on me a little bit. But I thought they needed a really concrete moment that pulled everything back together and they needed to do it really well. And I, okay, her speech at the end... I teared up a little bit. Didn't you? Yeah, I got emotional. Oh, I'm so, not did lie. so did I. So did I. No, did you get emotional yeah. too? Okay, good, good. It's a good, good one. I, 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 I had some happy tears. Are you so doing it right now? Too? I, I'm getting a little emotional <laughs> right now. Okay, I'm an emotional guy. <laughs> I wear my heart on my sleeves. You do. And if we've learned anything, it's that beauty comes from the inside, Sarah. <laughs> and this is this is me. But I, I, I thought it was such an apt way to to wrap this movie up with a bow. Because like I said, it, it kind of, it was so funny for the first 50 minutes to an hour. And then we just needed
0: to, let's, just, let's
1: reel this back in a little bit. And it was it was very nicely done.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. It uh, it brought home the fact that, yeah, beauty is within. That everyone has their insecurities and has stuff that they need to work through.
1: And when those images are popping up oh, on, the, on the PowerPoint. Also, shout out to whoever made that, that montage, that, that photo collage so quickly. Because theoretically she had like what?
0: I think, pretty sure it was Mason.
1: Was it Mason Poor who Mason. did that? Yeah. Good job, Mason. <laughs>
0: or it could have been Renee herself. Have knows? at her.
1: Mason would be my honorable mention yeah. for that, I guess.
0: Um. So my other best scene is when she's walking into the Fifth Avenue building on her first day of work at her new job as the front desk. And Girl on Fire by Alicia Keys is on. And she's dancing her life away with her earbuds in. And she's just yes. like dancing like she owns the place. I have, like, when I am listening to my earbuds and I'm doing something, like, I'm walking and a good song comes on, and I'm like, just have so much more confidence. Music, it's such a confidence driver sometimes. And in that scene, it was just, yeah, like, you own this. Good for you. Hell yeah, it can energize you. Yeah, it can energize you. That's a really good word for it. Honorable mentions. My honorable mention is a few of the lines in the movie that I really liked and I thought were really funny. When Renee first meets Grant... Uh, Renee is the, she's the front desk person. Now she's, I think it might've been her first day. And she says to Grant, she hands him a green smoothie and tells him that, you know, on page six, she's seen him holding these. Oh, I saw
1: you like these, so I grabbed a few. And
0: he said, you've seen me holding these and you got them in
2: just for me? Well, Grant, I noticed page six that you are often photographed drinking these pressed juicery greens, 1.5, correct? I saw that and I brought it here in case you were ever to come in. Thank you. You're welcome, Grant LeClaire.
1: Sorry, what, you see me holding these? So you got them in just for me?
2: I've also seen you holding a lot of Brazilian models, but I didn't think they'd fit
0: in the (laughs) mini-fridge. i was like oh my god that's so good that's i wonder if amy
1: schumer wrote that there are a few jokes that i'm like this feels like amy schumer stand-up comedy
0: yeah oh my god it was so funny <laughs> the other one is after the bikini contest you, yeah yeah you see the owner talking to ethan and he says to ethan i'd rather your girl you want a girl who can handle herself in a knife fight oh
1: 100 percent. he's like you hang on to that girl <laughs> and can i say though as a guy these things do cross your mind. Do they? That is a legit thing. Oh, yeah. Like, you're like, if the zombie apocalypse happens right now and I got to provide for my family, is is the old lady going to be able to help me out here? <laughs> or is she going to be dead weight in these situations? Like, if, if our neighbor Bob ends up being an undead zombie, <laughs> are you going to be cool punching Bob in the face? Yeah. Yeah, you, you would? Yeah. You're saying that right now. If they're a
0: zombie and I had to... Yes.
1: So are you Renee and I'm Ethan in this situation?
0: (laughs) I think Ethan would do it.
1: Ethan? (laughs) Just like I'd do it. Exactly. I was unsure about you. Could you handle yourself in a knife fight, you think? We get stuck in a shady neighborhood. Oh, my
0: God. We're talking about knives now? I thought we were talking about zombies. Maybe both. Maybe, you never know. Oh, my God. This is getting out of hand. (laughs)
1: My honorable mention is, we chatted about this earlier, it's Michelle Williams as Avery LeClaire. Michelle Williams, like you said, needs to be more stuff yeah let's do more michelle williams things and i actually had it written down here is that michelle williams real voice it's not (laughs) right okay i just want to really reaffirm that
0: (laughs) i feel like you should youtube but the fact that
1: she pulled that voice off for so long she was like two octaves too high
0: yeah it was really good she did a good job
1: i mean i think that's an underrated acting moment they're like hey michelle we want you to just be talking excessively high-pitched for every single one of your lines <laughs> can you do that like if you asked me to do that i couldn't no <laughs> i no, i couldn't <laughs> hey it's the rom guy rewind podcast i'm devin no horrible
0: <laughs> what should have been i don't have a what should have been this oh, week oh how do you not have a what should have been i'm excited to hear yours
1: there's an obvious what should have been specifically for you i can't believe what you do you didn't mean specifically
0: this... for me i don't know what that means
1: Tom Hopper. Oh, plays you know what? Grant LeClaire. Yeah,
0: I was going to do one for him, but then.
1: What were you going to say for him? I don't know. Who were you going to say for I him? I
0: didn't think that hard.
1: This, what should have been, is more for Tom Hopper and less for Grant LeClaire. Okay. The what should have been is that Sarah should be on a yacht in oh Italy with Tom Freaking Hopper. Because
0: she's married and has children. Because she missed. Her meet-cute oh moment with
1: him by literal mo- seconds. By seconds. Seconds. Oh, my God. In a previous episode, we talked about this, <laughs> how um, Sarah, Tom Hopper, happened to be shooting a movie in our city, the new Resident Evil movie, which we're very excited about, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming out in September. It, wait, it's coming out in September? Yeah. Whoa, that's really soon. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, We won't be reviewing it on this I podcast, mean, I mean, obviously. I don't
0: know if it's coming out. Like where it'll be coming out, whether the pandemic. Yeah, anyway. yeah.
1: But long story short is that Sarah happened to be going into a coffee shop when a Tom Hopper was just too far away <laughs> to hold awkward. the door open yeah. for him.
0: Yeah, it would have been awkward. Like I would have gone out of my way to hold the door oh, for him. Oh god. I mean, right in retrospect, there. I should have gone out of my way. Yeah, you should have. I wasn't a hundred percent sure it was him until he got inside and then started in, talking in his British accent and was extremely tall and good looking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if you're looking at somebody you're know, like is that tom hopper is he british and tall then he might be tom well, hopper Well,
0: we also knew he was here right right.
1: we physically knew that he was in the he city. looked
0: like tom hopper i just wasn't 100 percent sure you know you know when you're walking down the street and you're like oh that person looks like so-and-so but it's more than likely not that person like you don't want to go up to him and be like hi are you so-and-so and it's like no
1: right our, our- City is pretty sleepy, so everybody was extremely aware that Tom Hopper was physically (laughs) here. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, you're what should have been.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. I did it for you. Thank you.
1: Thirst factor.
0: Thirst factor. Okay, so Amy Schumer, seven Michelle Williams, nine Tom Hopper, nine Rory Scoville, seven
1: Rory Scoville, seven. Okay, I like it. Tom Hopper was a nine, your future husband. (laughs) Oh my god, a nine. (laughs) Come on. He has an arm Instagram he account. He does have an arm
0: Instagram. Which like...
1: Have you Have you looked at yes, it? Yes, I do. Def- oh, okay.
0: Obviously. Definitely. God. How could you I'm not? I'm not a subscriber, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't follow. <laughs> but I have seen it, yes.
1: Oh, man. I love it. <laughs> and rewatchability.
0: 8.1.
1: Yeah, I've got it about the same. I've got it an 8. Okay. It. It is a really good movie. It is a good movie.
0: It's a good way. Like you said, it's a great way to kick off 2021.
1: It really is. Maybe maybe seasonally it gets a little bit higher. And if you, if you want an Amy Schumer movie, I mean, you can either watch some of her stand-up, you can watch Trainwreck, or you can watch this. This is like Amy Schumer at some of her best.
0: Yeah, I like this one a lot. I like this one better than Trainwreck.
1: I get that. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. And this has been the Rom-Com Rewind of I Feel Pretty. If you are listening to us on Spotify... Please throw us a follow, Apple Podcasts, subscribe. Also leave a review. We love to read those. And follow us on Instagram, at romcomrewind.
0: Thanks for listening.